Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 132 of The Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankers, alongside Bill, Adrian, and Jack. But we are very lucky, very honored, and very fortunate to be joined by DJ Stormageddon himself, Matt the Man, the legend. Welcome to The Gamer's Advocate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. You got that great Uh, intro twice. I did get the great intro twice. All this intro, and no one will ever see the VOD. That's why, that's, why, that's why you have to come to the real live show at twitch.tv slash Adam Banker. So we are live right now. So you can see how the sausage is made as it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Matt, how did you, how did you meet Adam? I, I'm curious. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, let, Thank let's, you let's for that. All the way back. Um, so uh, I've been listening to the show since I met Adam back in the way far off time of March, 2020. Oh God. Towards the end of PAX East. Lifetime. Uh, we, uh, uh, but we I, we met through the SDGC crew, uh, the Super Deluxe Gamecast. All those folks are great. Um, we had gone out to dinner, and I happened to casually mention that I do a Mass Effect podcast, this one. And Adam was like, oh, really? Tell me more. I love Mass Effect. <laughs> this is uh, very true. That's true. And, and, uh, and it was a blast. Um, but yeah, it feels like PAX East 2020 was two years ago or more like it's insane that it's only like four months ago i know that 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 really felt like the last kind of hoorah before like you know coronavirus really hit us in the united states and it's it was just crazy because you know there were a lot of kind of precautions that like there was a lot of stations for hand Mm -hmm. sanitizer and things like that but we still weren't really like super scared we weren't like "Eh," you know it was it was just kind of more cautious and stuff so it's it's just kind of crazy to think that we have uh, all this going on right now. Yeah, it was insane. But how have you been since then? What's uh, anything exciting been going on in your life? I know you are literally like the man who runs 5 million podcasts and stuff like that. Because I know you, I mean, you have the Reignite one, which is the Mass Effect one, where you basically play through yeah. all the games kind of, it's kind of like chapter by chapter, section by section, but you have so many other yeah. ones. So why don't you just kind of give you. people a little history about about what you kind of do in this wonderful world of video games. Sure. Um, so uh, I, I've been podcasting for almost a decade. Um, I started podcasting with a music review show ages ago. It's now on indefinite hiatus, which means it's been canceled. I ended it. Um, <laughs> it was just it, the logistics of we, we analyzed an album track by track, and it was me and two co-hosts. And the time it took to prep and then record, it was like a six hour process because we would like listen to the album together. We would take notes and then we would, you know, record the episode and then we would do tweaks. And so we ended up when my other two co-hosts actually got jobs and like their lives changed a bit. It just it just made it impossible to do. But that got me into podcasting. And so then years later, I started my during that run, I started my own interview series, which I do called Crash Chords Autographs, which is a um bi-weekly interview series with musicians, comedians, uh, gamers, uh, photographers, burlesque performers, literally anybody who wants to talk to me for an hour, I will interview. Um, nice. And that kind of got gave me the podcasting bug. I mostly started that selfishly because I liked interview podcasts. And I was like, I can do that. I have a microphone, right? Let's just make it happen. Um, and it's currently my longest running show. Yeah, exactly. We all have phones. We all have ways to do stuff. And this was before Discord, which made it kind of easier. Um, but uh, but then since then, I've launched a bunch of other shows that have kind of taken my focus. I've taken a more production role um, at the website certainpov.com. 
It's where three of my shows live, including Reignite, the Mass Effect podcast you mentioned earlier. Um, I also have a general gaming podcast called Fun and Games that I do with my good friend Jeff Moonen. Um, each episode is usually a topic about the games industry, you know, or about a certain kind of game or genre. Um, more recently, we've been doing interviews with folks in the industry, developers, community managers. Um, our most recent episode, as of when we're recording this, is with the legendary Grant Kirkhope, the games composer, uh, oh which was insane to get to <laughs> That's do. That's amazing. <laughs> this guy... This guy has been my idol for ages and like I just I can't believe it's a real interview we got to do. He was the sweetest. He's a really great dude. Um, and so I'm really proud of that. And then uh, the last show is called Screen Snark, which is a, a media discussion show. Me and my friend Rachel, who's a comedian, bring on a guest every week and we talk uh, every other week and we talk about, um, you know, what the latest TV show or movie we've watched is and like chat about it. And the guests will usually chat about something and then promote what they're working on. Um, and then I also do a ton of audio editing and producing for a bunch of other shows. I also produce a series that Adam's going to appear on shortly called Side Quests. It's part of the Fun and Games feed, which is the gaming show I just talked about. But that show is just a different host every episode talking about a game they love and why they love it. I don't talk on it at all. My co-host just does the intro to the show. It's literally just a different person talking about why they love games on every episode. That's something I wanted to produce for a while because as I'm sure you all know, uh, Twitter is a hellscape and every time there's a games <laughs> announcement, everyone wants to shit all over it, right? Like it happened most recently for me with Paper Mario and Pokemon Unite. Like it's not something someone wants. So automatically it sucks and we hate it and it's terrible before anything's come out. And so I wanted an outlet for folks to come on and just gush about a game they love, any game. And so that's been really satisfying. We're about 14 episodes into that so far. I think Adam airs somewhere in the 20s. Um, it's uh, already banked. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's, and I also Twitch stream at uh, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Stormageddon. So in case you were wondering if I didn't do enough, I also do that. How do you sleep, <laughs> man? How do you sleep? The question is, how lazy are you? How dare you? <laughs> how I dare wish you I were lazier. I'll, I'll be honest. I wish I were lazier, to be honest. But, uh, but yeah, so that's me. Uh, if all of that was way too overwhelming, just go to my Twitter page, DJ underscore Stormageddon. Everything is listed there. Uh, literally, that's way simpler than any of the shit I just said. Uh, well, that's awesome. Well, we have we have one we have one more question that really gets to the heart and soul of DJ Stormageddon from ZZ, who wrote into podcast at thegamersadvocate.com, just like you can, and says, "Hello, new guests and advocates. I'm always happy to hear from another Mass Effect fan, Matt. Without thinking too hard, what are your top three favorite things, characters, or moments from the Mass Effect series? I know it's probably tough, but thought I'd ask." That's a great question, and it's funny. So we just started season three of Reignite, um, which is tackling the third game. We divide every game into a season, and then we yes, we're going to do Andromeda after, which I've still not played. Um, so I'm I'm new to that. Um, but uh, it's really hard. Like for me, the writing and the characters are really great. You know, the graphics in the third game is incredible, and the combat as well. I might say my top three things in order from three to one. Um, my number three is the combat in three as a vanguard being able to biotic charge everywhere constantly and like take oh, folks yeah. out without buying a gun is smooth as silk. If they remaster these games, which I'm on my high horse, I want them to remaster <laughs> these games finally, they should put the combat from three in all the games. I think it's a no brainer. Um, number two, I'd say is the story in the second game. I think it's some of the tightest writing in video game history. The intro to Mass Effect 2 um, is like just floored me in a way that I did not expect from a game. 
Um, and then I think my number one thing uh, will have to be my recent love of Kaden Alinko, a character who I overlooked oh, in the early cruise, and how now as I've I've always been queer and I've always been bi, but I've been more like openly about it in the last decade or so. And like when I first played these games, I was still exploring my sexuality, figuring out, you know, the kinds of things I was into. And like as a relationship developing with that character, I think it's way more unique. And I see a side of him that I haven't seen before. And so like that's been like a number one moment recently is to kind of rediscover a relationship with a character that I didn't see in previous playthroughs. Very interesting. Awesome. Yeah, that's a, that was a good answer. I have two questions. <laughs> sure. One related, one unrelated. First one that's related. Have they officially announced a Mass Effect remaster? Or was you think I would ever stop talking about it, Adrian? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Just the fact yeah, that you haven't heard Adam go nuts. <laughs> should tell okay, you I'll take that as a no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, no official announcement. There have been leaks about a version of the trilogy coming out for everything except the Switch, but nothing's confirmed. Okay. Um, so Put it on the Switch. And it's unclear if it's a re-release or a remaster. Also, like it's all hearsay at this point. Why does EA hate the Switch, Adam? I think they why hate do they hate money? Why do If you re-release Mass Effect on any platform, it will sell. Period. <laughs> End of story. Like, what are they doing? Well, no. we still have we still have EA Play Live 2020. Oh wait, no, we don't. Just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> so good. What was your second question? My second question, which is unrelated, that chair, is it comfortable? And do you suggest it? Because I need a new chair at some point. I do. Um, so this is a GT Racing gaming chair. Um, uh, when I started streaming more regularly, I was still using my 10-year-old Office Max computer chair that my <laughs> spouse has wanted me to throw in the garbage for ages. And so uh, when I was talking about getting more seriously into streaming, she was like, oh, um, you know, we should get you a chair that you'll be more comfortable in to sit for longer periods of time. And so I looked at a bunch of stuff and then a friend of mine, Wireless Riot, who's a streamer, shout out to Wireless Riot. Um, she has a, a GT racing chair and she loves it and she highly recommended it. And so I checked it out and it was on sale. And yeah, it's the most comfortable computer chair I've ever owned. Uh, I highly recommend it for sure. Awesome, thank you. Very nice. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I Matt, see the rest of my time. Yeah, Matt, thank you for, thank <laughs> you for all that. Thank you for all those introductions and everything. And we're happy to have you. And Usually we kind of start with uh, what you're playing before we jump into some topics. And I kind of want to start with Adrian because he finally crossed the finish line for The Last yes, of Us Part 2. I, I beat The Last of Us Part 2 uh, this weekend or this week. Uh, let's see. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday evening. Um, my final play time was 26 hours. Um, so a bit longer than some of my friends. Uh, Bill, what was your play time at again? Uh, so like 26 Hours. Oh, okay. Well, I copied you. So I know <laughs> Christian beat it and Christian beat it in like 21 hours. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but I, yeah, I love the game. Uh, I've talked about it the past uh, few uh, weeks. Uh, nothing has really changed in my opinion of the game uh, once I finished it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great game. It's definitely up there for me with like God of War and probably it probably even tops uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for me. Oh wow. Is there in the does there in the 10 out of 10 that oh. some slates are giving it? Um I would say yes, it does. Um my personal uh opinion if we're doing like a 9 point system, I would do a 9.8. Like there's okay. just there's one part where the pacing gets a little slow and uh yeah, I don't want to say anything because I don't yeah, want right. to spoil anything. But yeah, there's a there's a point where the pacing gets a little slow, and you're like, oh come on, let's pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> but other than that, I have no other complaints. So 
I'm I'm ready to do a spoiler cast. Whenever I know. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, I am. I'm. I just reached probably the 16 hour mark, so I'm getting closer. And I won't really say you know spoilers or anything, but th these enemies were kind of in the last one. But I'm in like the big stalker section, and that is like it, it's like oh. scarier than any Resident Evil game I've ever played. I'm just I, like this I'm is telling you. Yeah, <laughs> insane. I won't give anything away, but just wait. Oh my god, it's just like the the atmosphere and the sounds and like I'm you know I'm using headphones obviously, so like every little creak and every little thing. There was literally one moment where I was moving around like a little apartment room and there was a flower that just kind of passed through my vision and I thought it was an enemy and I like jumped out of my chair. <laughs> Great, I'm scared of flowers now. <laughs> do, you, do you have uh, bow and arrows? I do, yes. There was many times where I had arrows in my pack and I'd like turn around and I'd think that was somebody behind me <laughs> and I'd turn around and jump and start shooting at nothing. Dude, it's, it is so scary. It's, yeah. it's insane. It's terrifying, man. Yeah, there's, uh, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm ex definitely excited to uh, talk about it, but it is just, oh my God, I love it so much. But yeah, it's, it's fantastic. But I'm hopefully, I'm going to try to beat it this weekend or next week because yeah, I would, I think we should be able to hopefully get the spoiler check going. But Jack, are you still on five hours in? Have you played it anymore? I'm Strong at that five-hour mark. I'm uh, <laughs> just for the champ. I've been working my butt off, and uh, other than that, uh, when I have downtime, I've just been watching uh, anime. Oh, nice, uh, nice. So that's that's what I've been up to. Chili buddy, quick. What's the latest anime you've been getting into? Uh, it's Fruits Basket. Oh, uh, Fruits Basket. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a good show. So you know, I'm I'm a weed. All right. So, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I also I also played a little bit of uh, Crosscode, which is the you know, how like is the that? New, it's freaking fantastic. So it's basically it came out on PC I think like a year and a half ago or even two years. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been a while, but it's basically an indie game that kind of recaptures that SNES style kind of RPG systems based things, but it's a lot more like action RPG focused. And it's basically mm -hmm. it's interesting because it takes place. And basically, like, there's an MMO in the future called Crossworlds, and the players who are playing are the the avatars are actual like robots or android beings. So, like, when you control someone, you're controlling like another android in this world that's in the real world. So, you, and it's you know linked to all your senses and all this kind of stuff. So it's like super realistic. So it's uh it's very interesting about what it is. I mean, I'm still super early, but I played this game on PC like a year and a half ago. And I was like, I love this game so much. I'm going to stop and wait till it comes out on Switch. And it finally is on Switch. So nice. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's very, very good. I'm a big fan. I pretty much did the same thing with A Hat in Time. Like A Hat in Time took years to come to Switch. And I was like, this is a perfect Switch game. I'm not playing it on any other platform. And oh, it eventually God, yeah. did. But like, like sometimes the the wait is real for, for stuff to come to Switch from PC. Seriously, like, it's crazy. It's so long for some games, which I get. But yeah, you know, you got to have that strong will to wait. <laughs> it's true but yeah i'm glad it's over that wait is over but yeah it's exciting but yeah anybody else playing anything fancy no i kind of uh, had to go back to work this week so <laughs> you know that that's the only reason i'm done with um last of us is because i had a week off but um a little bit of assassin's creed uh odyssey doing some of the you DLC. just playing it bill you just beat something before that's the little bit i'm talking about <laughs> um, I, I mean literally i played uh, a couple games in madden because i wanted to try to convince myself that maybe i'm being too harsh and uh nope sucks. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just the same legacy problems over and over. it's just a slog to get there i mean it's the flow of it is just eh, it's just not good man the the ai's bad the angles 
players take is bad and they just keep putting a shiny new coat on it and calling it new. I'm yeah. sad. Just cashing in. Yeah, well, it sucks. And I keep least- hearing that the beta that there's a lot of gameplay fixes and I'm just like, mm, I don't believe Because <laughs> I heard that last well, year. As well, long as the, the Browns win the Super Bowl, it's all worth it. Yeah. Oh, the right. Sure, of course. <laughs> if, we, if we even have a Super Bowl. I know, it's true. That's true. Fair point. But yeah. Sports again. But yeah, but besides gaming, I had a fun game this week called Get Your Wisdom Teeth Removed. <laughs> so yeah. that was I, I, I had teeth issues last week too. I had, oh, no. I had to have a root canal, so we're in the Hi. same boat. Oh, we could have had like a, we could have done it together. So sad. We could have, we could have, we could have partnered up. Um, but yeah, but, I, I had, but I've been playing a few different things once you're done talking about your uh, tooth experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well basically yeah, so I I got all four of my wisdom teeth removed and luckily oh, they geez. weren't they weren't super impacted or anything. So I've actually had a pretty decent recovery, but it's so funny. I I remember after the surgery was done. Oh, by the way, before I went in, like was put to sleep, the doctors told Betsy that the last thing I said was, I'm going to miss all of you so much. And when I wake up, we're all going to Disneyland. So <laughs> nice. That's very, nice. Nice. I'm glad I stay on brand, but yeah. I, yeah. So the drugs didn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's> exactly. <laughs> so so I, I, I woke up and I remember perfectly like thinking, wow, I feel very much in control. Like I feel very like with it and everything. Very and lucid, very, very sober. lucid. I was like, wow, I like feel, I feel pretty good. I didn't really feel any pain. And for some reason, Betsy let me have my phone. So I decided. <laughs> oh, no. You <laughs> took to the Twitters. Mistake. Yeah. yeah so, so I took to the Twitter. And, you know, the first tweet wasn't too bad. So everyone in chat can see it here. But oh, it your, basically your says, poll was your poll question. <laughs> so the first yeah. one is just, you know, my wisdom teeth poll. have left me, but I feel still like I am full of joy and wisdom and wonder and happiness. And I consider that a victory. Thank you for all your support and kind words. So. That's not too bad, right? Not too bad. There not was too one error yeah, there, but it's okay. And I've never known but, but then Adam we continue, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to bring in. Uh, I kind of want to bring in the chat. So I'm going to ask him what games I should play, and then <laughs> I asked, what game should I play while recovering? Efron Neo Sungreg. Should we play? <laughs> <laughs> should we play Final Andrus Seven Seven Remixen, The Last of Us Ostatin, Phoenix Stefanishi Nan Happy Ann, and Hogs of Tsushima. <laughs> Hey, for the record, Tsushima sounds awesome. I know. There's no way that didn't win, right? Uh, Actually, yeah. (laughs) Last of Us Odinson 2 won, actually, unfortunately. But but what you vote? I was scared scared to vote. I was scared to vote or interact at all because (laughs) I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, did I I miss some gaming news or something? I thought Adam was still like with it. But then, like, <laughs> as soon as more typos and more t- tweets came through, I'm like, "Oh, he was totally out of his mind." Okay, but I, but I, but I Adam, justified could I, it. Can I read your other post for you? Oh, please. Oh, whoops! I should have pulled it up first. Hang on, here we go. <laughs> Bill has to load it. He posted a picture of his dog Ori. Let's find it. With the caption, "The best doggo Ori is helping me during reconvert, and I love thin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, i like i like the, the guy who interacted with you and said see those drugs are kicking in and you just oh, yeah. like that smiling guy's nod like mm. yeah. hey, i'm trying to find where is yeah. the i actually Kenny watched was... that movie i forget what movie uh that was from wasn't like robert redford or something it's yeah. robert redford that is the greatest gif now. of all time i love that yeah, so much it's it's amazing he just kind of nods off and then he and then he trots off on his horse up the hill 
I like the one where they made like they put a lightsaber in, where they just gave a lightsaber <laughs> yeah. to it. It's pretty great. Speaking of, uh, oh yeah, here hog, it is. Dogs of Jujitsu. The best dog oh. Ori is helping me during reconvert, and I love that. <laughs> That's a good picture <laughs> of Ori, though. I must say. Oh yeah. Your photography sure. skills were on point. And then I said, <laughs> I recover in him by you get the picture. <laughs> yeah. So. Great. I'm glad you didn't have have to cover something for IGN. That would have been, been, <laughs> been a great uh, article. That, that would have been pretty good. I, I actually did write an article about Nintendo that night, though. So and no typos. So we were good. <laughs> All right. Are you nice. sure? Wow. Did you proofread it? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have anybody edit it. I probably should have because it was really late. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god amazing <laughs> that's amazing so yeah that was my story but i'm feeling good still like a little sore but i've been eating basically soup and mashed potatoes and yogurt and stuff i miss burritos mm, but, uh, burritos yeah speaking, but... speaking of uh hogs of jujitsu when, the, <laughs> when did the reviews come out i, I think, think tuesday right? i think the 14th tuesday, I think. yep i i, I kind of want to pre-order because i'm pretty sure i'm going to get it but just in case you get I'm one of those. I got a feeling it's going to be fantastic, but yeah, I'll wait too because I think it's going to be too hard, like Dark Souls. I'm just going to watch like Adam no. or somebody else play it. They got they got uh, an easier. What do they call it? Bill mode. <laughs> Bill Bill mode. mode. <laughs> cute ninja. They should call it cute samurai mode. Cute yeah, we just you don't need all you have is like a wiffle ball bat, and you just go around and you bop them. And everybody gets through it. Or just like a super yeah, I, like one hit golden sword, just like done. Oh yeah, there you go. Done. I'd still I have this a lot. Yeah, I haven't even pre-purchased it yet, or, or I've pre-ordered it yet because I pre-purchased uh, Mar- uh Paper Mario, which comes out oh, the same nice. day, and so I'll be knee deep in that because I can't wait. It's um, fair. So for a good Paper Mario game for so long. <laughs> I know. I really hope this one holds up and does well because I just I, those games are so great. They are, yeah. yeah. A... That that said, I also am currently playing like six other games, so I don't know why I'm buying Paper Mario because I have I no time to play it. So I've been playing. So I'm I've been slowly, slowly playing Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which I love. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Um, very anime. Very like you know, lots of yelling and revenge, and you know, it's 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 a fun game for what it is. Uh, but I've been taking my time with it. But then I found out this week out of nowhere that my favorite side-scrolling action game in a long time, Curse of the Moon, the bloodstained Castlevania homage, got a sequel, which I had no idea was coming out and came out yesterday. And so I pre-purchased that. But before it came out, the day before, I played through the first game because you can bang it out in like three or four hours. Um, Not even, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) So... uh, so I played through that again, and it's still amazing. And then I started uh, Curse of the Moon 2 yesterday. Um, I, the last character I unlocked is, I shit you not, a corgi who drives a steam-powered mech. And it's the I best ever. Yes, there's an actual what? character in Curse of the Moon 2 that's a corgi driving a steam-powered mech. It's amazing. It's cool. just like, they were like, oh, the first one's super serious and dark. The second one is like, yeah, let's see what sticks. You know, fuck it. Let's just have fun. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. You had yeah, a corgi mech. Yeah, I actually wrote the uh-huh. I wrote like the release announcement for that, and when I got to that part, I literally was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's exciting!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's been fun. I haven't finished it yet. I'm kind of taking my time with it. And then I also started, thanks to our good friend Derek Van Dyke of SDGC. He's been raving about Yakuza Zero, and it's on oh Game Pass god. right now on so PC. Good. 
And I'd never played a Yakuza game before. And so a little inside baseball, the series I mentioned before, Side Quest, Derek's episode, which will come out next week, I think, or the week after, uh, is on Yakuza Zero. So I was listening to it and editing it. And he was so joy filled in his chat about it that I was like, I have to try this game. I have to play it right now. And it, it's it's exactly the perfect balance of seriousness and what the fuck at the same time <laughs> it's just it's so much fun um the most recent side quest i did is i stepped in as a movie producer and like had to help on this movie producer side quest where i had to uh under like help them film the scene and get them the right props it's just it, like in a yakuza game it made no sense it was great um, the combat's off the wall. I just unlocked Beast Stance, which allows me to throw objects at other people and throw people at other people when fighting them. It's it's just loony as hell. And I also appreciate that it's it's all in Japanese. There's there's uh, you know uh, subtitles, but like it's it's a Yakuza game in Japan in Japanese. There's no English translation, none of that. Like it's it's created the way it's meant to be, and I'm sure it's been that way for the series for ages. But like that was refreshing to play a game. Like I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles DE, which is a fantasy game, but everyone's British for some reason, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> And I, it's fine. The voice actors are great, but like this was just really cool to play a Japanese game where they didn't make it in English for us Americans who don't want to learn another language or understand another language. And yeah. so I, I, that's been really fun. Um, and yeah, that's the. And then like I'm thinking about jumping into Fallout 76 this weekend because it's free on Game Pass. Like oh, I yeah. refuse to spend money on the game, but like it's free and people seem to be enjoying the new updates. So I'm like, maybe I should try it. So we'll see how that goes. But <clears throat> is we, it out right now? The base game's yeah. free? It is, yeah. Oh, and and, yeah, and yeah. The, the Wastelanders update with all the NPCs and stuff. So if you, it's on, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. So if you, all right, you I'm going to start downloading that right now. What do you, what do you think <laughs> of the, the Xenoblade uh, game versus the, the one they released before that? So I bought Xenoblade Chronicles 2 when it came out because I felt the peer pressure of the internet being like, it's amazing, you should play it. And I played it for about two hours and then dropped it. And I don't know if really? it was because other games came out that I wanted to play or whatever. Um, but the second one, the first one has held my interest more. I think the story's tighter. The gameplay is definitely tighter. Um, the gameplay is kind of like an MMO, <laughs> like you queue up attacks to happen. And then they just happen and you like run around the battlefield. It's sort of like the active battle system of certain Final Fantasies mixed with like an MMO a little bit. And uh, it's really interesting. I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think that the story is kind of cookie cutter, but the voice acting is done so well and the graphics are really nice. And that's keeping me invested. And the combat's a lot of fun, um, you know, and then I mean, oh, I forgot one other game I'm playing. I wouldn't be a Bioware fan if I wasn't currently playing a Bioware game. And so um, I've been having issues streaming through Streamlabs lately. I don't know what it is. It's my computer or the shitty internet. Who knows? So I started streaming directly from my PS4 because apparently there hasn't been any latency issues that way. So I'm replaying Dragon Age Inquisition, which I'd never finished before. And uh, and that's been fun. Uh, chat's been really fun with that. I'm currently in the process of romancing Josephine, who's uh, my favorite character so far. Um, but I hated, I know, I hated, hated, hated the other Dragon Age games. I just felt like the combat was not good, and I couldn't get through the rest of it. I have to revisit them. Uh, but Inquisition, I've been really enjoying. I'm playing a rogue, and I'm mostly just teleporting all over the battlefield, stabbing people in the back. It's great. Very nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm like the opposite. I loved Dragon Age one. I even really liked Dragon Age two, even though a lot of people didn't really like it. And I just kind of fell off Inquisition. 
I think because the mm-hmm. game is just so big, it's insane. Like it's, it's just huge. one of those things, especially like that first area. Because I'm very much, uh, I want to see everything and do everything, and I burnt out on that so quickly. I've I've always wanted to get back because obviously it's it's supposed to be incredible. But yeah, I just man, it was like too much. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, I think having it as a game that I'm streaming makes it easier because then I don't have to pressure myself to play it. I'll just play it whenever I stream. And so if I only do a stream session of all side quests, who cares, right? Like people yeah, are right. tuning in to watch me play it. Um, yeah. I can see how it'd be overwhelming. Oh, and of course I'm playing through Mass Effect again, not just for my podcast, which we're on the third game, but I'm replaying it on my own aside from the podcast from the beginning because I never stop playing that game. <laughs> gotcha, you gotcha. Just keep going over and over again. <laughs> Pretty much. I just loop back around. <laughs> I love it. I love that's it. Amazing. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad everyone's playing some good stuff. But uh we have some there's some exciting stuff happening this weekend, even though, of course, what would a Ubisoft conference be without a leak? Because <laughs> yeah, oh, like, everything leaks. I mean, it's I, like I'm leaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, why don't I tell you about that? Come on, Billy. Of We're all of the, the major publishers, <laughs> of all the major publishers besides like Sony, Microsoft, all that stuff, like Ubisoft, EA, Activision, Ubisoft are they're the ones that have the games that I actually care about, and of course they're the ones that everything gets leaked. And I know there's like never any surprises. It's like crazy because it's I mean you have to I mean it's I know it's tough. Like there's thousands and thousands of people all over the world working on it. Like you got to believe yeah. sooner or later something's gonna happen, but it's it is unfortunate, especially so close to the yeah. to the whole thing. But yeah, basically uh, Far Cry Six was leaked because well, it was this actually started last week where giancarlo esposito who is made famous by gus fring from the breaking bad series uh, was, was, was in an interview and was basically like hey i worked on a video game so everyone's like "Ooh, what is it, what's it what gonna game? be what's it gonna be <laughs> is it call of duty i mean people are saying far cry because they do have a big focus on villains and stuff like that um but yeah there was a leak on the i think the hong kong playstation store or something where they showed the picture and like all the information basically revealed that he is going to be the villain, and the game is set to be released on February 18th, 2021, and he's playing uh, the antagonist named Anton Castillo. And according to the description in the listing, the game's plot is staged on the island of Yara, the largest Far Cry playground to date, and a tropical paradise frozen in time. Giancarlo Esposito's character is seemingly called Anton Castillo and serves as the dictator of the island. And then there's also an image of his son named Diego, who is following in his father's bloody footsteps as they attempt to restore their nation to its former glory. And there's some interesting speculation going on in the interwebs that the sun may, in fact, be Voss from Far Cry 3. Yeah, there's pretty good evidence to support that, too. Yeah, what did you see, Bill? I know you were kind of texting us that a little bit. Um, well, that scar over the uh, his right eye uh, um, on that little, that youngster is the exact same scar that Voss has on his right eye. Yeah, that that's be... why that picture I sent you guys it's circled on there too. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not deep in the Far Cry, so uh, I've obviously played them, know what they are, but I don't understand like what the references or the implications. I, I don't get it. Oh, Did what? you play Far oh, Cry? Boss? Far Cry Three? I mean, a little bit, but I don't remember. Bring he's me up the main... to speed, like I know nothing. How about that? He, he's the main bad guy and probably one of the best villains I've ever dealt with. He's fantastic. Um, yeah, but he's I've, like the guy who's like, do you know the meeting of insanity? It's like the crazy he's guy, the crazy the, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Mando, I think he's also in Breaking Bad, which is interesting. So that would That's be right. Uh, <laughs> all right, he's in uh, 
Better Call Saul, I think. I don't think. So are we yeah. going to get to see how he's corrupted or something? I mean, what's the theories here? I, so yeah, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, they're just saying that it could be kind of like it's the tale of Giancarlo Esposito, but his son is Voss. So you'll kind of see there'll be like two villains where you'll see him, and then maybe Voss would be maybe a second villain or something. I don't know. You'd see like how he became, how insane he was, and how he took the reins and stuff. It, yeah, it's, maybe, <laughs> maybe you kill his dad. Yeah. There's no way I'm not going to call him Gus Spring the entire game, though. I know. There's just no way. <laughs> there better be some like character. chicken shop that you can go visit yeah. in Far Cry. <laughs> if they put references to that, like little Easter eggs, that'll be so perfect. Yeah, it would be great. But yeah, um, uh, what's it called? Jack, why don't you read Marquand's question, the second part of it? Why don't I do that? Let's see. Let's scroll up. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why. Marquand writes in, hello, friends. Second I part. loved what second part <laughs> uh, we're gonna get back to that one uh, you did another 20 questions I didn't, I didn't listen to the second part all i heard was mark Juan in a question right. Yay, Jack. Are, you, are you excited for far cry 6 i love that they added uh i don't know esposito <laughs> Giancarlo. <laughs> but, but i doubt it'll be, it'll be used uh that much knowing the past games either way i'm going to play the heck out of it thanks y'all so yeah, so what Mark so yeah, what Marquan says really is what I, the first thing I thought of because one of my favorite things about Far Cry is the build up to a Far Cry game, and then once the game comes out, I'm like, eh, <laughs> like yeah, I usually lose interest pretty quickly. <laughs> it's very sad because I love the the worlds they set up and these like really twisted villains who think they're doing the right thing, and there's like all these layers and stuff like that. But then, like in a lot of games, the villains are kind of really more in the background than you would really hope for. Like, especially, I, I think I remember like Pagan Men in uh, Far Cry 4, I think it was, where he was like, you know, a really crazy villain, but you really only interacted with him in like the beginning and the end parts. And there's just like, they don't really use them as much as I'm kind of hoping for. And with a person to the caliber of Giancarlo Esposito, I'm a little worried how much he'll be in because I can't imagine him being like the whole game. That would be super expensive. And I, I'd be curious if kind of that happened. So I'm I'm intrigued to see how they do it. But I've, that's that's always been my problem with Far Cry. I love the idea of the games and the worlds and the things they set up, but once I kind of get in them, I kind of fall off of them. Well, because we get, we, get, we talked about getting lost in the in the sauce, so to speak, lost in the sandbox. I mean, there's no direct. Yeah. You can go any direction, so there's no direction. And yeah. You're just sort of like I don't have uh, the motivation to go there, though. Um, I will say, spoilers: Far Cry Four was great to beat at Adam's or uh, Bill's place because if you just waited there, you beat the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. The beginning. And then, when he, yeah, and then when he took off, you could hit him with an RPG or something or shoot down a helicopter. <laughs> I forgot about that. You beat the bad great. guy, too. So you're fine. You didn't get involved in a, in a, in a fractional war, which just ended up like <laughs> crap anyways. And you beat the villain, sort of. So there you go. Yeah, yeah my hesitance with Far Cry. I mean, so I've played three a little bit. I never finished it. And then I played Blood Dragon, which was amazing, but I still couldn't get through it. It just. There's something about I'm not a huge like I like first person shooters. I've come to realize in the recent years, but it depends on the kind of game and world. If you put me in an open world, I get so overwhelmed so quick. But something that makes me really hesitant about this game is a problem we've seen in the last couple of games is like people of color tend to be villains in these games. And that's not a great look, especially right now. And that bums me out. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Gene, Gene Carlo Esposito is incredible. He's playing a villain on the Mandalorian right now. Um, like he's phenomenal. He's like the villain. villain. <laughs> he's so right. Good at he's it. such a good, he's so good at playing those, but like, 
it tend the protagonists tend to be white and the villains tend to be people of color and it's like now more than ever it's i'm super aware of it and like even even if the developers didn't set out to do that i'm not saying that they did it's still something that's noticeable and so that worries me about this game um you know and and as far as being a fan of the series like i said i've dabbled but i'm not a huge far cry fan so this is exciting for those who are excited about the game uh but you know i i haven't really played a ton of the previous ones so i'll say after far cry i think three and four uh, my excitement level decreased um mm -hmm. i didn't really five, get into the five was a letdown five five was just lame i thought i see i'm the complete opposite five was one of my favorite games of this generation Oh wow. oh wow! I, I absolutely love that game. Part of it for me is I just love any story that takes a, uh, a fanatic cult uh, of religion mm -hmm. and use it as villains. I, I it, you know, you can see that in several different other games or stories, or movies, whatever. But that's one of my favorite groups of villains is where yeah. they use religion as as their uh, purpose to to do evil. Uh, so I don't know. I I love Far Cry Five. I I'd never played three, four, or primal, but I watched my uh, roommates in college play them, play through them. Uh, so I never got like the full experience, the full story. Um, but Far Cry Five was the first one I picked up, and I absolutely loved it. So Actually, I, yeah, I love the setting of Montana as well because they nailed it. It was gorgeous. Like it was definitely one of those games where I could you could walk up like a trail and see just like a you know it's called Big Sky Country for a reason. Like it's it, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I actually I really. Yeah, three sorry, was. Sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, three was great. And I still, I'll shout out this again. If you go to the Gamers Advocate YouTube channel, you can see a video of Bill playing <laughs> Far Cry Three. <3. laughs> <Okay>. It's glorious. <laughs> yeah, glorious, glorious. Yeah, I was on the hunt for a jaguar um, in that very short <laughs> clip because it, the reason it's so short was because the thing I was hunting was stalking me, and I had no idea, <laughs> and uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> and, then, and then we tried to nice. do some tricks on an ATV that uh, also did not go well. <laughs> but it was nice, it was quite glorious. But yeah, I, yeah. I I really liked Primal. I thought that was like a really kind of cool change up of everything. But the problem, like once you got a lot of your abilities and powers, it did you kind of felt very overpowered. So it kind of lost some of that. Like you're lot you're like this helpless person in the woods against all these like you know creatures and stuff. But yeah, it's a I, I want to like them. But I I will say I had an urge to like play Far Cry 5 again just to like see it. And I was like, maybe I'll try it on PC. I wonder if there's like anything going on. And I went on the Uplay store and there's this sale going on where you can get Far Cry 5 for like $9 and Far Cry 4 for oh, like wow. $5 and Far Cry 3 for like $3. It's like, it's insane. Right now? Yeah, right now. And there's like a, uh, there's a, a promotion where you can try their Uplay Plus where you can try every Ubisoft game on PC for 14 days for free leading up to their Ubisoft forward. But if you have any interest in them, I would definitely recommend because I was like, Jeez, that is <laughs> that is really cheap. Yeah. Do you think I'll, do you think we'll ever get to the point where you can like buy a game digitally and then just give it to somebody else? When you're I would I mean I, mean, I, I would, I would, I would you can I do would, it through Steam, but you can't just like use it and then you mean like regift it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah like just like pass the license from one person to the other or something. Yeah. I would so because I could totally that'd be great if I could just be like, here you go. I got it. I'm not gonna play it again, yeah. probably. So here you go. Yeah, yeah I, I so do that all the time. Yeah, with physical games, like if yeah. I was done with one and like I was playing couch co-op with a friend and we finished the game, I'd be like, oh, you want to play by yourself too? Here, take it. Like, it just I miss that about um, physical copy gaming is like just giving it to a friend, lending it to a friend. Also, I have so many duplicates from humble bundles and other sales 
or oh, yeah. itch.io, like the recent pack, like, and you can't just give them to people. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It would be interesting if you could like gift somebody a game and then it removes it from your library until they give it back or like something to try to kind of recreate it. So you're like kind of doing something similar, but yeah, it's, it's tricky. Cause there's also so many issues with like, you can sign into other people's accounts on steam and other stuff and you can play yeah. games, but not multiplayer. So there's like sort of ways to kind of do it, but it's, there's always, you know, certain limitations and stuff, but yeah, yeah. I'm on the store right now. You're right. It's far cry five for $9. Four for six dollars and three. I don't know if it's the remake, but for PC, it's probably not. Oh, yeah, Far yeah, they made they remade that. Far Cry three for three dollars on PC. Dude, oh, that's wow. three bucks. That's a no brainer. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a great that's price good. for those games. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of Division two is on sale for ten bucks. Siege is uh, fifteen. Um, Odyssey standard is twenty bucks. So get it on Stadia, right, Bill? No, not not right, Bill. No, <laughs> you take my name out of that statement right now. Oh my God! Bill agrees one hundred percent. Yeah. So this this Far Cry leak was obviously preceding the big event tomorrow, July twelfth, which is Ubisoft Forward, which is Ubisoft's you know replacement E three press conference type thing. Um, the show goes live tomorrow at two p or three p.m. I think it is Eastern is Standard Eastern? Time. Three p.m. Yep. Eastern. Yeah, twelve right. p.m. Pacific, and. uh it kind of feels like we know a lot that's going to be here. I mean, they, you know, we're going to see more because a lot of Ubisoft's games were like supposed to come out earlier this year and then got delayed and pushed out and stuff like that. So we know we'll see more Watch Dogs Legion. We know we'll see Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We know we'll see like, you know, Far Cry 6 now because of this. Um, also, by the way, shout out to uh, Far Cry's social media channel because they posted like a little gif of uh giancarlo esposito or video saying anton would not be pleased with the like basically saying about the leaks and i was like that's a great way to handle a leak i i, I appreciated that um but what's also cool speaking of Uplay, if you log on to Uplay, start Uplay during the show you can get watchdogs 2 for free on pc so if you so that's like another kind of free game so you can you can make it happen which is which is pretty nice but uh I, I want to ask something, but I'm going to let ZZ ask it because he says it perfectly. Um, he says, do you think there will be any big surprises at Ubisoft Forward? I'm hoping for a new Splinter Cell. It's time for it to come back. Yep. Yep. I got a, I just got a weird feeling they're going to they're gonna do it. There won't be any gameplay shown. I think they'll show some kind of just the teaser or relay. logo. Yeah, something, something quick just to let you know it's coming down the road. I just got a feeling. Yeah, it's been a while, I'd have to say. Yeah, but does anyone else have any uh, hopes and dreams for Ubisoft's conference? It's, it's weird. I feel like it's hard to have hopes and dreams with Ubisoft just because they do so many yearly games, which right. I've, I've talked about on my podcast. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm exhausted by yearly games. I mean, that was one of the things that drove me out of Assassin's Creed is like, yeah. especially now, it's like there's so many games to play. Wow. I could I could talk about a different game every day of the year and not cover probably every game oh. that comes oh, out. Like and, 5% of every game. Right. And like, uh, and like Assassin's Creed three, I lost interest because the game was just too big and wasn't really interesting. And like, but even went back to origins because it was on sale and tried to recently. Um, and it's it just, it's too much. And so to release yearly games, I feel like they're so f like upfront about a lot of that. Like, I think you're right. I think like Splinter Cell is like the one that like, you know, maybe we'll get because we haven't heard from in a while, but I, I can't think of other series that they put out that we haven't gotten one in a while what yeah, about skull and, skull and bones 
Yeah, Skull and Bones. Oh, geez, is out I there. forgot about <laughs> yeah. Skull and Bones. Beyond Good and Evil Two is still out there. We haven't oh, yeah. talked right. about that lately. I would. I think me personally, I would love to see the return of Prince of Persia. Like have a new game, yeah. like really focusing on the platforming and time, sh- like dilation and shifting stuff. I think that would be sweet. I think I would, it's. I, think I would it's take a remake of Sands of Time. Like, yeah, yeah, that Sands would be fine for modern consoles. Would be. Perfect. switch switch like, switch 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 yeah exactly <laughs> like I feel, I feel like that's like the thing that like because this has creed kind of evolved out of that right like we all know that the first yep, yeah, creed right. game was born out of the success of the the reemergence of prince of persia but like of course the, i like that series better because it it the time mechanics it was more it was less open world it was more straightforward stage yeah. to stage it's still a unique um, mechanic that hasn't really been used all that much so i think bringing it back would still i think it would work i mean even even if it's a remake or a remake and a new game i, I would i would love to see that but, uh, i'm also curious about um i would love another rayman legends i think those games are like Ooh. i don't yeah. i don't know if underrated is the right word because i know a lot of people love them but those are some of the best platforming games i've ever played they're just the art style and the the way the controls feel are just so good so good i love it but uh i would also i'm very curious to see because obviously Nintendo basically doesn't exist in 2020. <laughs> they like every once in a while they like pop their heads out and they're like, "Oh, Paper Mario, bye." Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's just like we have no idea what they're doing. But they've had a very interesting history with Ubisoft with uh, Mario like versus Rabbids and the Starlink with the Star Fox in, like, yeah. integration. So maybe we see a little bit of N- Nintendo's plan tomorrow, like maybe a new Mario versus Rabbids or a new kind of you know mix mixture between a Ubisoft property and Nintendo. I could. Definitely see something like that kind of being pushed. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. That would be cool. I love Mario vs. Rabbids. Like I bought it as oh, one yeah, of those things. Right. Was like oh, I'm not sure about it, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, we were talking about Grant Kirkhope before. Like the music in that game is some of the best music in a Mario game. It's just so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd love not just DLC and like a new game, or maybe a different. Imagine a different Nintendo franchise with that format. How cool would that be? Yeah. Like a Metroid shooter like that or something? Or oh, like yeah. the Rabbids versus Link and Zelda or something? Like that'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty sweet. I'd be I'd be definitely down for that. So but yeah, anybody else have any thoughts on Ubisoft forward before we move on to something else? No, nope. at the beginning, uh Ubisoft of the big publishers um is the one that makes the games that I enjoy the most. So I'm I'm super excited <laughs> because yeah, I love Far Cry. I'm super excited for uh, Assassin's Creed. Um and whatever else they can show us. Watch Dogs Legion looks really cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do it. Do you think they'll do any division stuff? Like any other expansions? I'm sure they'll it. It's coming to next gen or I something. I think they just started season two of like this expansion that launched in March. Um, I haven't played it in a while, uh, but they might talk about it a little bit. But yeah. Uh, and then Gods and Monsters. Well, oh, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. I'm, oh, I right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I know they have so many things going on. It's like insane. Yeah, that seems to be like the theme is like, oh, that thing, that's them. I forgot. Yeah. Like, why haven't yeah, we gotten a Rayman trilogy remaster or something? Yeah. Like, I feel like those games haven't been out since PS2. Yeah. Like the so. old yeah. ones. And then obviously, I'm, I, I feel like they have to address the elephant in the room at the beginning of the show with all these sexual misconduct allegations and all these firings and all this stuff because I'll Ubisoft has been one anything. of the. I bet you they do. I feel like they have to. You they might so? not yeah. say specifically like what happened, but they might yeah. make a statement. They were, about, yeah, like, like how we, we stand, you know, with all everybody and we're really making a difference. I feel like they've, I mean, they, I think were hit probably one of the hardest and I feel like it would be kind of, I don't know, silly of them not to. So I hope they at least say something about just cause it's, it, that's, it's like the whole, you know, the black lives matter issue and things like that. Like you don't want these companies to like 
put out one thing of support and then just fly away. Disappear. Yeah. yeah. Like it has to be a thing where it's built into the mission of the company and it's not something that just goes away. So I I really hope they do kind of things like that. So yeah. Well, I'm we'll glad see. they're getting rid of those I idiots. I don't care how talented yeah. they are. You don't you just yeah. I, Jesus man. It, do you even it have should to be a no brainer. Right. Yeah. I'm not very excited for the um for the conference or whatever they're gonna do anyways because I I watched a couple of them and they're kind of boring to be honest. I think the pacing is weird. I think it'll be better than EA's. EA's was horrible. Well, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> you set the yeah. bar that low. <laughs> it's it's funny because Matt, I usually agree with like the big overly huge open world games is just kind of overwhelming but for some reason with assassin's creed the last two games only mm-hmm. origins and odyssey for some reason it, it works because you can sectionalize i mean you can take mm-hmm. one section at a time especially with odyssey you can do everything on an island um and kind of just do it at your own pace for some reason those work for me so i'm really excited about valhalla just because of that and i like yeah. the idea of building settlements and I think you'd be really interested in the time period too, like uh, like you are, Bill, especially you know oh, the Egyptian the theme. Egyptian I mean, one was uh, Origins was fantastic. <laughs> but did anybody yeah. see any of the leaked footage? Did anybody watch any of the leaks? No, no, I'm kind of no, waiting until tomorrow. Not. Yeah, yeah, I saw a little bit of it because yeah, it kind of broke during one of my shift things. But it's a uh, yeah, it looks looks like Assassin's Creed. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so yeah but yeah it, it'll be interesting I'm, I'm hoping ubisoft usually puts on a pretty good show so hopefully they'll show some good gameplay good games and stuff like that and hopefully there's some surprises i feel like they need these games need like good substantial surprises so we'll see but uh yeah that's a uh, it's good stuff but there was also a um there was a big thing by jeff Keeley this week where he does his like final hours series where he did it basically on half-life alex and visiting valve and doing all this stuff and We've kind of got a look inside Valve, which is, you know, is notoriously secret as is most game developers and stuff like that. But we kind of got a we got our first real kind of hints that there was a Half-Life 3 and there was a Left 4 Dead 3, and there were like a ton of other games where that that were in production that kind of never found the light of day. Um, and it was it's just it's always so cool to see inside these companies because video games, like I said, are just so secretive. Like it's such a secretive mm-hmm. business where you, you, these developers literally can't even talk to their families about what they're working in. A lot of cases, they'll be working on these games for three, four, five years and can't say anything. And then, then, then like six months or a year before it's released, they can say, Hey, I've been working on this. Here we go. Let's do it. And <laughs> then that's when they can finally talk about it. So it's, it's crazy because you know, it's, it's, you have to build engines and you have to get the right people and designers and concept art and find out the right thing and do all the stuff. So it gets crazy. But, um, the, the couple interesting things were the half-life three project was created in the source two engine and it did draw some gameplay inspiration from left for dead. And it would have used like procedural generation between handcrafted story moments. So like which is kind of an interesting concept where the big moments everybody would kind of experience together, but the way you got there would be a little different. So like when you replay it, it feels fresh. So like the game would generate a building and an objective and then create a route through it and it would fill the building with enemies and doing all that stuff, but everything would be kind of differently. So it was it's kind of an interesting concept to, to really help with replayability of these games and stuff like that. But um, that project really didn't get uh too far and it was really in development between 2013 and 2014 but then there was also some news about left 4 dead 3 which would have been an open world game set in morocco and would have featured hundreds of zombies at the time but it was also deemed unworkable because i guess some of the issues they had with the unfinished source 2 engine so oh yeah, come on i know yeah, well, well, 
games. Yeah. Poor Jack, man. That's Dude, like I played the heck out of Left 4 Dead too. Yeah. That's like Me his uh, fable in NCAA 14, man. To see that and, oh, and Half Life got killed. You know, Half Life Three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those two games that between that and Left 4 Dead, it's like kicking Jack and both nuts. Those are great IPs, and <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's crazy to me. Just like how they didn't make uh, another Tron movie. I mean, like, what are you guys doing? Uh, wait, wait, <laughs> oh, wait! They're doing that now. They're, yeah, I heard yeah. that Tron There's three. There's rumors back in production. It's back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my hopes up. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. Me down. <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah. There was also there was an RPG. There was some other VR games they tried. There was another Left 4 Dead project that was just called Hot Dog. I was coding that so nobody would know what it was called about. And so yeah, I mean that obviously obviously with a game as a uh, company as big as Valve, they're gonna be trying thousands of projects at any given time. But uh it's uh it's cool to kind of get a peek beca- yeah, peek behind the curtain. Kinda hurts a little yeah. though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a bummer. Like these and, and you also have to wonder, like Valve is one of the most well known game companies at this point because of Steam. Like, why did these get canceled, right? Why didn't these get finished? Like you'd think that they could restart them again. And it's a bummer that a lot of major publishers also seem to keep stuff so close to the chest, especially considering like a lot of indie developers are like, here's what I'm working on. Here's the whole spread. Here's right. the test. You're like, Here you can demo the game and all that stuff. And like the major publishers are like, we don't exist. You know, especially Valve. <laughs> like, don't like, look at us. Like Valve was like their whole MO was like, nobody knows if Half-Life 3 is even real. And like, you know, it's a it's a bummer that these game are, games aren't getting made because there's an audience for them. Um, and that oh, they, yeah. they're still deciding not to make them. And why is that? You know, what what are they working on? Another Steam controller or Steam Link? Because like those those <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. But did you play Half Life Alex at all, Matt? I don't have a VR setup, so no. Like okay. and like I I I love the idea of being able to play these games in VR. But to me, VR still feels like a gimmick, like Connect and PlayStation Move, and even the Wii to a degree, like. I get why people want to play games that way and it looks super cool and I've done some VR and it feels super cool, but that's still not the ideal way I want to play games and it's still not accessible. Like most people can't afford a VR headset. Like the PlayStation one I think is the most affordable right now and it's still not that cheap. Um, And uses controllers from 1973. Yeah. Well, that's where the Quest is is actually much better, I think, than the PSVR. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wireless. Oh, by the way, Adrian... Guess what they put out for the quest in VR? Layers of fear. Oh no. The first one. Okay. It's only 20 bucks. I'm thinking about picking it up. I it I, I suggest it. I, I don't wait. <laughs> I want to get my mom to come over and just tell her it's this fun <laughs> game about a painter. Yeah. Cause she my mom paints and just get her to put it on and just be like, Yeah, just go around. No, it's great. It's fun. You'll get to meet all these painters and Your stuff and just family. watch her shit her pants. So, <laughs> <laughs> I Again, tried getting into though. layers of fear too, and I it just didn't click the same for me as I mean it got like a 10 on IGN. Like people loved it. It just for whatever reason didn't click for me like uh, Layers of Fear One did. But yeah, I love Layers of Fear One. Okay, first of all, don't listen to IGN. Second of all, <laughs> I, think, I think the last of us is that's my horror game for the moment. I'm okay. <laughs> I can't handle anything else. <laughs> much Dude, I'm getting afraid of flowers at this point. So I <laughs> Adam shell shocked. He's like, I can't oh, do it. God, that game is so no good. No more. It's funny. My mom just texted me while I was making fun of her. Like, like she oh, wow. knows. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, knows. Really she can feel it. Uh, that's amazing. But uh, 
yeah so a couple a couple other quick things before we get to a couple games um has anyone so i i I, valorant released this like dragon gun thing i don't know if you guys have seen this but this thing is like insane it's like a fully not yeah so if you guys should try to look it up if you can but it's basically like a living gun in a sense and it you know moves and breathes fire and does all this like crazy stuff when you reload and do all these things and it was like apparently kind of crazy to build and stuff like that but i think to get the whole set it costs like three hundred (laughs) dollars to get like what not quite that much but it is expensive (laughs) or like what is it a hundred or one it's it's like something it's it's either 90 or 100 bucks or something like that yeah you You get five gun skins you get a calling card like your little emblem thing you get a spray um and there's something else i feel like a title like they have different titles that you can like put on your character so it comes with like eight things i still don't think it's worth it but somebody i was playing a game (laughs) yesterday because i hadn't played all week and somebody had the gun and saw that i didn't have it so he dropped it for me so i could play it for a round and getting a kill (laughs) yeah it was super nice yeah getting a kill with it was so satisfying because like a dragon comes down like a holographic dragon comes down and like bites the person and like they disappear once you kill them. Oh my god. And like when you reload the gun, the like dragon, the like the barrel of the gun is the neck, and then like the uh, I don't know, the gun parts wherever the bullets actually shoot out. The end of the barrel is like the mouth of the dragon. And so it can like breathe fire, I think, and like it like curls back up and stuff. And like when you reload, it literally like you're putting it into its belly. So it's like little dragon arms, like kind of reach out a little bit to accept the magazine and pulls it into itself. Insane. It's freaking wild. <laughs> can you buy them separately or do you have to you buy can. like, yeah, oh, okay. I think the gun skins are probably like 15 or 20 bucks a piece. Gotcha. Um, so if you're that's like, that's Oh, cool. I just want the skin for this one gun. You can, you can do that. Listen, I'm an idiot and I'll probably buy one of them, but like, <laughs> don't listen to me because it's just crazy that like one skin costs as much as like a lot of indie games or like really it's smaller crazy. games. It's like, it's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. It is insane. The, the, the one saving grace for it, I guess, if you, if you want to look at it, is it's a free to play game. So you don't have to spend 60 bucks to, true, true. to play it. That's so true. I've spent yeah. like 10 bucks on the battle pass and then I bought uh, a skin previously. So I'm not going to buy this one. So I'll put in like 30 bucks into it. So I'm not going to yeah, go wild and just buy a bunch. But for a game, yeah, especially if you're enjoying it. it. Yeah. 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 But yeah I, I think it's funny. Uh, I, I, speaking of battle passes, I think that Avatar The Last Airbender. Battle Pass is coming to Smite, I think, this week or something or next week. Yeah, that looks <laughs> sick. And I haven't played Smite for a long time. Yeah, and I've never I, played it, but now it's my favorite game of all time. So, <laughs> I, right. I first played Smite uh, back in college. Uh, that was like 2014, 2015, and I have not played it since. But I'm going to start downloading it right now. Yeah, I, I like it. Like... I went back to it when they put Thor in the game. Um, for those who don't know, um, Smite, like it has gods from different lores and that's like, those are the competitors and it's kind of like a third person version of League of Legends and the like. And like, I loved those characters. The gameplay was really unique too, but I don't know. I just fell off it. I think if I'm not playing that actively with friends, then I just don't play those kinds of games. Um, it but I want to cool. be the Avatar. I've watched, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a lot of gameplay. I just haven't played it. It, that was... it seems fun. Yeah, there's there's very few times the gaming industry takes me by like full surprise, and that time I was like, "What is happening? Why? How yeah, is this like, real? <laughs> Avatar? Yeah. What? That was amazing. That's that's yeah. one way to breathe life into an old game. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. For sure. 
Uh, so yeah, and then the last thing before our games, what does everybody think of the PlayStation Five boxes? Anybody get a look at them? <laughs> I think they look pretty clean, man. <laughs> I think they look yeah, sharp. I mean, pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it just—it's got a white top instead of the you know standard one. I was like, yeah, looks yeah. fine. I think, I think I prefer like the blue top over the white top personally, but. Yeah, yeah I, I guess they're I trying to make it physical. I buy 100% digital, so I don't care. So, I guess they're trying to make it match. The console has a white, you know, yep. the white accent on it. Um, right. I mean, I'm happy that they revealed it with the Spider-Man Miles Morales ca- uh, game case because I'm yeah. excited yeah, about look, that game. Yeah, now that I know it's cool. a full game again, um, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man for PS4 is easily, I'd say, besides Enter the Spider-Verse, one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told. Like that game hit me in a way that I just, like, every blow, even the ones I saw coming, like, the writing is just so top-notch. Um, yeah. uh, and so I'm excited for uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales because I don't think it's a spoiler at this point to say Miles is in the first game. And so, like, for them to shift into the second game being about Miles made total sense, and I figured it was coming, and so I'm so excited that we're getting that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting stuff. We're getting, we're getting he's, close. He's in the first game? Yep. He sure is. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I, was was like, I was like, wait, are you Damn messing it, with me? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in one of the, like, the, the trailers before the game even launched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're getting closer, guys. Every, every day is one day closer to. Would love to know how much it costs, though. That'd be yeah, nice that'd so be I nice. can save some money. <laughs> you could actually pre order it anytime. Who's, who's going to break? Is it Microsoft in 12 days? Are they going to break on it? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I think, I think they're going to keep I, us waiting till the towards the fall. I think. I think yeah. we'll get both in August. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. with Microsoft really focusing on first party games, I think it would be it would probably take the a little bit out of it if it was like, hey, it's six hundred dollars or five hundred dollars. We get all the way to Unless... November. Yeah, what if we get all the way to November and they're just like, yeah, it's in stores now. Just like go go and find out. I don't we know. don't even know what the price is. Go check it out yourselves. <laughs> you see, the one thing they could do is only talk about games. And if they had a little trick up their sleeve, like let's say they are going to sell it lot cheaper than people think, at the very end, drop that. And oh, by the way, it's coming on this date, and it's only this much. I mean, that would be amazing. Boom. That's how you knock it out of the park. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not saying that I think that'll happen, but that would be amazing if they pulled that off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I I'm excited for uh, this Xbox showcase. I'm excited to see some Halo Infinite and Fable, Bill, I believe, and everything. Oh, please! I know we're almost there. We'll we'll get there. Fable is one of those games. Fable is one of those game series where like I I I don't have them anymore. I don't have my 360 anymore. But I played so many hours of two and three, and like I enjoyed for the flaws that they had. I enjoyed them so much, and then completely forgot it existed until recently. Like, and I played a lot of it, and it's just one of those series that just kind of disappeared because it didn't have it hasn't had a presence this generation. It just it it fell away, and so yeah, if there's more stuff, just don't let Peter Molyneux speak at all about anything. Like, (laughs) don't let him talk, and we'll be fine. Uh, (laughs) He's and it sucks. I think he's like a really like a nice guy that really means well and wants to do all these great things, and then technology's like. Eh, you're not there yet and then all of a sudden it's like shit i already said we'd do it you know (laughs) but uh yeah he's not involved and the sad part is he's not involved anymore and the technology is probably where his vision of what he initially imagined can be done and it's kind of a shame that he's not a part of it at this point i'm still waiting for 
I'm still waiting for Project Milo from Peter Molyneux. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> the little oh boy. my god! Jesus. I haven't watched that in so long, but I remember being kind of impressed with that. But I'm sure it's probably so bad now. But oh, I thought it was cool at the time too. But then you know, again, they couldn't do it. They couldn't actually make yeah, it happen. I just am so excited that if Playground Games is actually doing it and seeing what they do by translating their Forza Horizon open world skills to Fable, and I just think it's so it's perfect. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, that's kind of that wraps up a lot of our topics. And we have two quick games. I think we'll see how this goes. But <laughs> Shaikh wrote <laughs> in with a uh, with a new game. We, um, but first we're gonna hit Marquan, and it's basically just 20 questions. And he writes in, "Hello, friends. I love the 20 questions bit, even though I made it myself. Haha. But I had to do it again. <laughs> it's so fun hearing you try to conquer my challenges. However, I will have a question this week alongside it, which was his Far Cry question. So. Pretty self-explanatory. It's just 20 questions where everyone has to work together to guess it's either a game or a character. Um, and there are three of them this time, just like last week. So why don't we let the, the questioning begin? Who's, do, who's running it? I'll, I'll run it. So Okay. Um, so who's go, going go first? Ahead. Is it a character? Yes. Okay. Is it male? Is it current gen? Uh, so it's it is male, yes. And then is it current gen? No. Is it a console exclusive? Uh, no. Okay. So last gen. Is it a first person shooter? Is it a first person shooter? No, it is not. Hmm. Is it a human? No, it is not. Hmm. Okay. Are there guns in the game? Yes, there are. So I guess it'd be third person then. Is it's it actually twelfth person? <laughs> Did you say is it a hedgehog? Yes. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Going that shadow route. All right, all right. Great. I'm is I'm gonna go one? out on a limb because I have a weird idea. Can you make the character fart? Uh, <laughs> By pressing a button. Can you can you press a button? No, to make this you can't. Okay. <laughs> you can't. I was I was thinking oh. Abe's Abe from Abe's Odyssey. Oh, oh nice. Okay, sorry. I, I wasted a question. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> is, it a side, it. is it a side scroller? It is not. That's ten. Ooh, I really feel bad for wasting that one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other bodily uh, functions you want to ask about, Bill? <laughs> uh, not 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 on the show <laughs> gamer's advocate after dark yeah, exactly <laughs> um man i'm stumped already that's yeah, it wasn't wasn't this gen it's an alien it's a male not a not a first person shooter did you say it's an alien or it's not yeah. human rather yeah all right so, so it's an alien yeah we did we didn't ask that so i thought <laughs> Thanks, it was Adam. Yeah. Male. is it a bioware <laughs> game it is. It is oh. a Bioware game. Is it? Is it Garrus Vicarian from Mass Effect? Is that your final answer? Wait, wait, wait. If you if you ask that, yeah, we you, can't you ask have to guess it. That's it. it. <laughs> okay, so so no. Then is is it a Torian? Yes. Yes. Is it Garrus Vicarian from Mass Effect? <laughs> yes, it is. Nice, <laughs> nice. Good there job, go. man. Crushed. It. Well done. Well done. <laughs> All right. The next that was uh, that was impressive, man. <laughs> well done, well well done. All right, the next one is a something or a someone. So <laughs> let the questioning begin. Is it a game? It is. Wait, 
Nice. Oh, I, I thought that is like, uh, yeah, it's yeah, all wait, about games. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Yep. Sorry, sorry, Adrian. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Is it a is console it exclusive? It is. Is it current gen? Is it current gen? It is. Is it a Sony exclusive? It is not. It's not. <laughs> all right, so it's Nintendo or Xbox? Yeah. Um, uh, does it is it or does it have sequels? Yes. Is it Nintendo? Yes. Is it Mario? Dude, define that. Re- rephrase that question. Is it, Mario, <laughs> is it a Mario game? Yes. Oh, nice. Is it, is it? Is it? Is it Paper Mario? Oh, it's it's, it's yeah. It's it's a Mario. Mario is part. It's of a current game. Mario game. Yeah. Oh, Mario is part of the game. Oh, that can mean anything. Could be Kart, could be Smash. Yeah. Is it a racing it, game? No. Does, does he have a hat that is magical? No. It's not Odyssey. Is it? Yeah. Can you uh, use... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, is it a, a RPG? No. Can you, create, can you create your own levels in it? Yes. Is it a sequel? Yes. Well, you already asked that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know what it is now. Let's say but it, Bill. Is it Super Mario Maker 2? Is that your answer? Is that it, guys? I don't know. Ask one more question to confirm it, Bill. You can make your own levels. It's a Mario game. What else could it be? You can make your own levels and you can make your own rave levels in like Raving oh. Rabbits, can't you? I don't, I, no. I'm going <laughs> to back up and. Okay. <laughs> I love um, just Super watching Mario Maker spaces. 1 and 2. There's Super <laughs> Mario Maker 1 and 2. fighting game. Is it a fighting well, game? It is. Oh, there we go. Oh. That's, <laughs> this game came out in 2018. It did. Okay, so it's Matt. Is it Super Smash Brothers? Is Ultimate? it Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? Yes. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Matt, you, you saved me from screwing up the whole game, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a hero. I get it. Yeah, you don't have to nice. say those words, but I get it. <laughs> I will proudly call you a hero right now. All right, and then the last one. Let the questioning begin. Is it a game? Character. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll go with Jack because he said it first. It is not a game. So it's character. Do you need electricity to play it? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not my question. (laughs) You can play it in your mind. Nice. Um, Is it a console exclusive? No. Okay. Is it a male? Yes. Is it current current gen? gen. What was that? Current gen game. the game was not released on current gen, no. Like, it did not come out on current gen. Is it a first-person shooter? It is not. It was a character, right, guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's a male character. Male character, not exclusive. Not a shooter. Not a first-person Super Mario shooter. Maker. Is it a <laughs> human? What was that? Is it a human? Uh, yes. Huh. Define human. No. Um, <laughs> no. Is it a platformer? Sort of. <laughs> is it an? Is it a character in an Assassin's Creed game? It is. Whoa! Whoa. But not Whoa. current gen. Not current gen. Is the so. character? Is the character um, Italian in descent? He is. 
There you go. Is the character Ezio at Alditore? <laughs> yes, it is. Well nice. done. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right it. That was good. Darren it down to Assassin's Creed at like question five. Oh, yeah. Hot damn. Yeah. Well, so, when he said, I, when he said kind, and he said, if, is it a platform? Kind of a platform. Like, kind of. It's like, <laughs> ah, all right. I think I got you. <laughs> also, Ezio, Ezio is one of my favorite video game characters. I yeah. loved his that trilogy in the just... three games. Like, I don't know how, like, I'm glad that people still enjoy the Assassin's Creed games, but that trilogy, like, locked it in as, like, the best of that series. I'm oh, sure there's sure. more to see, but, like, I loved that trilogy so much. Yeah, that I was, wish they would remake those with more the current control scheme, though. Well, they, they, they released a like, remastered version, kind of, of the Ezio trilogy, <laughs> I think. But I don't know if they really did much to it. If you, it's, It was a great game, but if you go back and play it now, the first two, the controls are really dated on it. Yeah, Even about a year ago, you go back to it, and I was like, ah, yeah, I can't. I'm just but the game, it. it's so great, and the characters are fantastic. That, that's why I'm. That's why I am excited about Valhalla because what one of the I think my favorite things from Brotherhood I think it was where you got to like purchase all the property around Rome and uh -huh. build up the town yeah. and do all like I love that stuff. It's so that good. was really cool. God, yeah. I love that game. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So yeah, well done, everybody, and thank you, Mark, for the question. And now Adrian's going to take over because we got a new game. Yeah, Shai. we have a, a new game from Shai. He usually writes in with uh, the keyword countdown, uh, but this uh, uh, this game is different. It's called P Participation Award. So he says, I took five trophies and achievement or achievements from Xbox or PlayStation for five games and wrote the description for each trophy slash achievement, and you have to guess the game. You win oh, points in descending order from five. So there's only five. So usually with the keyword countdown, you know, we go person by person. For this, okay. I could just read them off, and then maybe anyone who you, you can buzz in and guess, or you can we can play it more as a team game or something. However, you guys want to do it. Yeah, we can buzz in. Five. Hey, um, we can just raise our hand to buzz in now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to the audio listeners. Okay. Game one, achievement number five. I'll keep. I'll keep score. By the way. Okay. Play dead. Kill all the enemies in the embedded field of dead bodies. One more time. Play dead. Kill all the enemies in the embedded field of dead bodies. The embedded field. That's a weird way to phrase it. <laughs> the embedded, embedded field. Embedded quote, is in quotes. Oh, 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 what if I know the game, but I don't know the exact title? Is something uh, Plague's <laughs> Tale? No. <laughs> does that mean, does that mean I'm out? Game at all. No, you mean out. Yay! So I lost. You want to play it like that? Next, no, 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 not now. Next, <laughs> uh, number four, tea time. Complete uh, the single player campaign on any difficulty. Hmm. A Obviously. golf story. Nope. Close. Uh, so that I, I get what you're, you're what you're going for. What there. did you say, Jake? A golf story. Oh. <laughs> tea time. Different type of tea, though. Tea time. Complete the single-player campaign in any difficulty. Tea time. Something British, eh? It's either tea yeah. or golf. Yeah. And then there's bodies in it. Uh, I don't know. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Nope. Shit. Over two. Good job, Bill. All right. Moving on. Number three. Long way. Crash a helicopter by shooting down the pilot. <gasps> oh, man. Maybe it's got maybe uh, Far Cry so Four. Nope. Resident Evil Three. Nope. <laughs> Resident Evil One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten, Eleven, Twelve. 
There haven't been that many. It was 13, and you just missed it. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, this is tough. Figured out carpet bomb. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, no. Yeah, next one. Next. Number two, hang time. Kill three enemies while hanging on a ladder. I don't know. Just cause four. <laughs> uh, is it un- one of the Uncharted games? Maybe no. No. Nope. Grand Theft Auto Five. This nope. tea time I'm, is throwing me off. I'm gonna give you a hint because the last one only helps uh, some people. <laughs> and I can't say because that would kind of give it away. But it, it's a first-person shooter game. First-person okay. shooter. And the last, the last quit or the last achievement is got something on your face. Spit on Barkov. Call of Duty. Two. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern what? Warfare. Elaborate. Modern Warfare Three. <laughs> no. Two. No. Infinite Call of Duty Warfare. Black Ops Two. No, I don't remember Black, Black, Ops. Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops. I'm not a Call, Call of Duty player. I have no idea. Games. Call of Duty 1 through 13. What's the most recent game? Modern Warfare. There we go. I'm a champ. Yeah. Bill gets one point. One point. Well done, Bill. Oh my Thanks. god. Thanks. Man, that was tough. I, the tea I time the thing chair, threw me man. off. I, I was thinking all. of something like British. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Captain Price is British. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Got it. All right, Bill, and with a commanding lead at one point. Yeah, we could be crushing it. <laughs> you All right. did it. Game two, number five. The harder they fall, kill a mega creature. Mega creature. Oh, um. Sure. Monster Hunter World. Nope. Horizon Zero Dawn. Nope. So do we just get like one guess per question? Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I think that's fair. That, I think but I'm fair, also yeah. I'm gonna count internally after the last person guess I'm gonna count five seconds and if no one adds another guess I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so okay, number four, four sportsmanship. Kill thirty enemies or hit thirty enemies in the groin. <laughs> what? Oh, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> Shoot him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, is this uh, Bulletstorm? No, I think I guess, but no. Um, I don't know because that one might rage, let you like two. creative kills. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good guess too, Jack. Um, hmm. yeah, no, I got another one. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, Doom Eternal. What I gotta wait the first, for the next what was the first one right? again. Oh, take down a mega creature or something. Yeah, kill yeah. a mega creature and hit thirty enemies in the grind. I gotta right. wait for the next question, right? Yep. All right. All right. I got nothing. Next achievement: well dressed, wear a nice hat, and chimera at the same time. God of War. No. <laughs> Where? Wait, what was it? Wear a hat and a chimera. Wear a nice Where, hat and a chimera. A nice hat and chimera at the same time. Saints Row Four. Nope. <laughs> I think I just found out I'm stupid. Um. <laughs> idea. I got nothing. I was thinking Dead Rising at first, but I don't think it's oh, Dead yeah. Rising. That's not a terrible one. Well balanced breakfast. Simultaneously have bonuses for meat, carbohydrates, sugary drink caffeine and alcohol final fantasy 15 no all the monster <laughs> hunter games no <laughs> what the so what are you using to like buff yourself kind of <laughs> all right a to k nope see it i love Damn that it. all right i'm gonna give another hint just like i did this time um it is an uh xbox studios studio 
What? What? Uh, it's one of the, one <laughs> of the studios on. under Xbox Studios. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This only sort of helps, but okay. Last What's the next one? Hint: Supernova. Complete the game in Supernova difficulty or on Supernova difficulty. <laughs> uh, Maybe it has to do with I don't know. Crackdown Hellbl- Three. Hellblade. Nope. So an Xbox Game Studio game specifically did not say it's an exclusive because it's not an exclusive. Oh god. Uh, Ori? Um, One of the Ori games? Nope. No. <laughs> Hitting people in the ground with Ori. I love it. Yeah. Why not? I have not hey, played why not? them so. <laughs> oh, brute force. Nope. Actually, I should open up Twitch and see if anyone on Twitch gets it. <laughs> I'll bet uh, Shadow knows it. Oh, yeah. I bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got another hint that it's a spacey game from uh from Shaikh. He Shaik. knows. He knows. He's telling the he truth. Says we're horrible. <laughs> Shaik also said we're all horrible. <laughs> Just say it. Just say the game. Yeah, what is all it? All right. Uh, the game is The Outer Wilds. Oh, I played The Outer World. World. How did the I not realize World. that? How did I not realize that? I played that game. I am horrible. I didn't know you could shoot everyone in the nuts, man. I'm gonna I didn't know they were tracking. Go back and shoot the nuts and I was like, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> I think the next three, in my opinion, will be easier. So, <laughs> okay. Sorry, number three. Let's see about that. Yeah. Uh, man without equal, defeat all bosses. Man without equal. Sekiro. God of War. Wow, for five points, Jack. Whoa. <laughs> out of the woodwork. Wow. Oh, oh, my nice. goodness. Right. Coming out strong. Yeah. Wow. wow. Hey, Jack. Impressed. Fuck you, man. <laughs> You're welcome, Billy. All right. Uh, game Damn, number four. Jack. Achievement. Legend. Obtain all trophies. <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. No. Final <laughs> Fantasy Remake. No. Now that's like Guy's Champion or something. I forget. Yeah. Um, uh, legend. Destiny. Nope. Two. <laughs> Destiny 46. Destiny 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> All right. Apprentice, complete a mission using a combat unit staff member. Combat unit staff member? <laughs> Civilization <laughs> 6. No. Civil- Civilization 5. It's none of those. Staff member. Who the heck's a combat unit staff? Halo Wars. Nope. Gears of War Tactics. Nope. Okay. The next one. <laughs> there might be a spelling error in it, but I'm just going to read what it says because I don't. No know. way. It says extraction. Fulton, extract an enemy soldier. What? Metal Gear Solid 5. Yes. <laughs> Dang. What is, is Fulton a character or what? Yeah, yeah, it's a character. Oh, it's yeah. anything. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. It's like you can pick up stuff and take it back to mother base and stuff. Never mind. I thought that was, was like Fulton extract. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means either. That was three points, Me right? Either. Yep. Three points for Adam. All right. Going into the last, Oh, the last two. Oh, actually I should have read the Shaikh wants me to read the, so for shadows die twice, the other ones were resurrection returned from the dead using the resurrection for the first time. Master of the prosthetic upgraded all prosthetic tools uh, to their limit. A revered blade received the uh, Kusabimaru from Kuro. Thank you. And <laughs> one, 
all ninjutsu techniques acquired all ninjutsu techniques there you go the remaining two for metal gear were war buddy raise bond with quiet to the maximum and phantom limb complete phantom limbs mission i would have got that one i may have gotten it but probably i can see your straw yeah, that's not a straw, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, right. that, would, that wouldn't be I'll anything like, to brag about. Go, we're going into the last game. One of the scores, Adam. I'm going to beat you, Jack. Jack okay. with five, Adam with three, and Bill with one. Matt with 500 because we love him. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> I, I adore you. Thanks. All right, last game. Infamous. Raise your bounty to the maximum level. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto five. five. Nope. Grand Theft Auto four. <laughs> Nope. Red Dead Redemption 2. Nope, you both already guessed twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. We want to get excited. Hey, I just drank both my coffees, so I'm ready to rock now. Any guesses? Say it one more time, Adrian. Infamous was... Infamous. Raise your bounty to the maximum level. Mafia 3. Nope. I got uh, nothing. Okay. You work for me now. Recruit and assign a legendary NPC. Oh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Correct, for four points. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Nice. Bill. Wow. All right. The other terrible to play it. Bill and Jack are tied. Bill and Jack are tied. And that's the end. How do we break this tiebreaker? I win. <laughs> <laughs> and this week's winner is Bill. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. The other, the other uh, trophies were top of the food chain, uh, become the first mercenary. Uh, in Perseus's image, defeat Medusa. Yeah, that one probably would have. That would have gave it away if not. Yeah. Uh, I, the last one definitely. This is Sparta. Complete the battle of three hundred. This yep. is Sparta. Well, I just Sparta. got in the last couple of weeks. I just got the the legend one about. Um, I would think it was the, the second one, the one that I got it on. I just got that achievement not too long ago, so mm-hmm. I would have felt bad if I didn't get it. All right, all right, Jack and Bill. I'm doing a tiebreaker. You ready? Oh, yes. Fine. have it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. come on. Come on. Tiebreaker. I win. You win. Bill wins. Right. I, the, the, first, the first one is superhero. Fully upgrade your melee, ranged, and magic abilities. Uh, melee, ranged, and magic abilities. The Skyrim. Witcher 3. Nope. Sky, Skyrim. <laughs> nope. Gnome invasion. Destroy all 50 gnomes. Shadow of War. Nope. Wizard's Revenge. Kill 500 enemies using magic. I know this game. The gnome thing. <laughs> I don't remember the gnomes. Fable. No. What do you kill gnomes in? I don't, yeah, I don't remember gnomes either. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. Flower power. Collect all 30 Aurorian fl- flowers. Aurorian flowers. I don't know what Aurorians are flowers. either. Kingdoms of Amalur. <laughs> Nope. Chess Grandmaster. Unlock all the chests on the road to rule. Fable oh, two. Fable 3. Correct. Bill wins. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so close, Jack. Damn it. So close. Bill wins One number real. off. <laughs> well done, everybody. All right. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks so much for hanging out and playing. Matt, thanks so much for joining us for this crazy, crazy show. We really appreciate it. We'll hopefully have you back sometime in the future. It was good hanging out and getting a chance to talk more. So it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love being here. Thank you. This was so yeah, much fun. Uh, we, uh, take the show. 
Yeah, we had so, a great time having you on for sure. I know you kind of gave us like the full breakdown at the beginning of the show, but why don't you wrap us up with a quick elevator pitch of where can people keep up with you? Sure. Um, so for those who are currently watching on Twitch, um, you can go to twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Stormageddon and uh, subscribe to my, not subscribe. I don't need that. Just follow is fine. Like we're in hard times now. A follow is fine. <laughs> but you can follow me there for all my streaming. Um, and then for all of the podcast nonsense that I do, the best place to go is either certainpov.com. That's C-E-R-T-A-I-N pov.com um where mine and many other podcasts are on that incredible podcast network or just go to twitch.com uh twitter.com slash dj underscore stormageddon um i'm most active on twitter of all my social medias and in other places too but that's where i share all the podcasts that i do and all the podcasts i like so that's probably the best place to go so thanks again for having me on i'm a huge fan of what you guys do um the stuff you write the stuff you do here like uh it's really a great show there are tons of like you know games wrap up podcasts and uh you guys are one of my favorites so so keep up the awesome oh, thanks man thanks. Dude, thanks. we and, don't deserve uh, your greatness <laughs> I, uh, I really writing is top notch since i, since I <laughs> just met articles. you today i was i jumped on to follow on twitter so i can find all these podcasts and dive in man i'm okay. looking forward to it so yeah, I he's, he's, good, he's good peeps he does a lot of good work for sure you. I can't yeah, wait. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So once again, thank you so much, man. And if you want to follow the rest of us on Twitter, you can follow me at Adam Bankhurst. You can follow Bill at Fable Three Made Me a Champion Seven Eleven Twenty. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> at the Smoothzilla, you can follow Jack. At Snowman Buddy. And at Twitch.tv slash Snowman Buddy, you can follow Adrian at Classic Quiche Ninety Four. And twitch.tv slash kishi boy and you can also catch our live shows which we're starting to get more consistent but stay tuned to our twitter feeds and all that <laughs> stuff but around 9 30 or 10 a.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash adam bankers to come interact with our awesome community and everything and then you can follow all of my work on ign.com and we look forward to coming back next week with another new show wrap up of the ubisoft conference and hopefully some other good awesome stuff so just once again, I thank everyone so much for tuning in and for listening. Matt, thank you once again for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And just know we love you all. We hope you have a great day and or night. And we will see you next week. Peace. See you, everybody. Bye.